Entourage by Bros for Bros. Before we begin, that was, of course, another clip from the Entourage movie. Entourage, the movie version. Entourage. I am your Brost, Andrew Jones, over there. Is, is Magic the most, Johnson. The most excited person in the world for the Entourage motion picture event of the year, Nick Torres. He's AIDS-appropriate. AIDS survivor Magic Johnson is the new name. He's Drew Barrymore's old best buddy. I can't... Listen... My employers. He wears a Louis Vuitton bag. My employers cannot. Calvin Klein created his headdress. You understand? Like, if if someone Google's me to employ me and then they find this, they will go, "Wow, he has worked with great people." First so of all, he, you're the only person. Proxy, so, by proxy, that, no. I'm great people. Look, just retake it and say, "Am my bro a survivor, bro, Magic Johnson?" <laughs> and Everybody's favorite celebrity rapist, <sighs> Lauren Bacall. First of all, that's an accusation that I don't even like. Because you know what happened? Lauren Bacall never did. Uh, never did nothing to nobody. Yeah. Well, have I got news for you? It's a TV show in the UK. Nothing, nothing good to add for that. I mean, maybe one of I your listeners clapped. One of my listeners. Yeah, you have yours, the UK. My side of the pond yeah, and your side right. of the pond. And, and we don't go outside of these two countries. No, segregation is alive and well when it comes to foreign nations. Did you ever see the film Selma? Uh, nope. Okay, well, she's playing this assassin who's shooting a lot of people. Some high jokes, everybody. Well, Everly was a thing. Word. I didn't dream it. <sighs> Entourage, the movie version Entourage is coming, and of course that means press junket times, and who better do press junkets than Owie Gold? Uh, Gene Shalit. Mm -hmm. He's good. He's probably fun, right? Oh, yeah, I no. saw a movie yesterday. What did you see, Gene? Oh, you want me to... Oh, okay. Yes, yes, and, and <laughs> I saw Finding Nemo. What did you think of Finding Nemo? I gave it two thumbs up, but I did it with my mustache. That's what makes me different. Oh. And my suspenders. Gee, by the way, speaking of mustaches, I'm assuming you're a big fan of Mordecai, hashtag Mordecai, a film about mustaches. Never seen it. Well, would you like me to buy you a digital version, a high-definition copy of it for you? No, I can get it for free. Well, there we go. I hope you'll come back and join us on the show when you've watched it. No, I am fading. Did you go back in time and change yes. the future? Oh, boy. Right, well, this is heavy. Goodbye. Uh... <laughs> oh, wow, oh, he's gone. He died in front of me. That's... Well, I mean, this is the one everyone's been looking forward to, guys. This is Season 8, Disc 2. We've got 
a bunch of episodes to get through. We've got a big discussion to come through. But first, we're going to talk about Army Gold. Yeah. All right. Jeremy Piven. The Pivs. Who? Oh, Ari Gold. The only bad things is Jeremy Piven. And Jeremy Piven, you might remember him as. What was the movie he was in where he, he's in a uh, party bus with his friends? Remember? Get uh, Bang All Night. It. Maybe that's it. Jeremy Piven's home videos? Yeah. Luke Skywalker and the amazing Jeremy Piven's giant penis. You're just saying words now. I'm I'm very lost. Oh, is it lost? Yeah, it was the TV. Okay, show right, lost. no, sorry. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so Jeremy Piven is doing a press tour for Raj. But everyone's doing the press tour for Raj, but Jeremy Piven's doing it a bit differently to everybody else. Yeah, because he's he thinks he's being interesting. Oh yeah, no, he's giving a shit about the movie. By uh being in character for him. So it's not Jeremy Piven. I got Jeremy some bad news Piven. for you, by the way. What? I got some bad news for you, by the way. Oh, do we need to turn our mics off? But I think we need to keep the mics on as loud as possible because what? in three, what? two, one, ad can be skipped because another clip has come online. Oh, Jesus upset. Christ. Upset? Oh, this is a classic clip. This is the third time that you've come to me for more. Do you remember this part from the trailer? <sighs> yeah. See, I know they didn't teach you about budgets in spaghetti and meatballs class. <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. Spaghetti and meatballs class is pretty funny. What the money on anyway? I mean, I know it wasn't on turtle and craft services. You like the new spelled frame, huh? You look like Karen Carpenter. What did I tell you when I gave you a hundred million dollars? What did we tell you? That's not funny. Rest in peace, Karen Carpenter. I told you it wasn't enough, but you agreed to not go over. It was a sad day when she died. It was. It was a happy day after she died. Of course you say no. But the day she died was quite sad. What is he doing here? Guys, remember that part from the trailer? The what is he doing here? Of course you're going to say no stuff. That's just come out to come clip. Wow. I keep, make, keep, keep mentioning Turtle being kind of thin at this point. Is this like a... Like that how are, thing that he hold was, on, hold on. How are, are you playing all these clips at once? Is this like a Sony hack situation where the whole movie's being put out in clips? Look, Anonymous decided that the film wasn't worth everybody paying a lot of money to go and see the big screen. Because it's something that we as humans have a right to own forever. So we're going to be able to watch it at home forever. Because as humans, we deserve to watch the Entourage movie, Entourage, the movie version of Entourage, wherever we are at all times, at all hours of the day from now on. Because it exists already, we shouldn't be waiting until it comes out. We should be waiting until now to have it into our brains forever and ever. We deserve Entourage. We, the people. Oh. That was real inspired. Thank you. Just based on the fact of the quality of that clip. The Karen Carpenter joke. So, Jerry Piffin is doing Ari Gold characterization in every junket, in every press tour, in every news appearance. And apparently, all these channels are USA, because his character is welcome. <sighs> All in a day's work. A finer joke you can never imagine. Nope. Give it a you try. Have... He's pooped on lots of butts because he's shitting out gold. Is that what he said? No, that's that's what I I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying my own jokes. Oh. 
See? You should I'm trying. send that in. Oh my goodness, do you reckon they'll publish me in Entourage magazine? No, you should send it into Letterman's last manalog? Last Barry Manalog? Yep. <laughs> it's a twofer, that one. You just did. It's a real twofer. <laughs> oh, I should send that in as well. Facts, it's valid. Yeah, you throw in some celebrity lip sync and you got yourself a bit. Ugh, that celebrity lip sync. Do you know who's not been on there yet? I, I don't know, because I don't the watch. The ultimate celebrity. Uh, Chase versus Chase, guys. Come on, it's obvious. Oh, you think they should do an entourage tie-in. Right. Well, the piece of Baby shit who would enjoy John. that show is the exact person who would go see Entourage the movie. So. Uh, what, you mean a human being with a soul? Uh, maybe. Now I feel bad. So what do you feel about Ari Gold appearing all these places? Well... We already know my take on that horrible Cadillac ad disguised as a short. The hysterical short in which featuring Jerry Piven on a blue screen, cycling really fast. Yeah. If only he had done the stunts for real and possibly driven off the cliffside. But yeah, if only he was being chased by a bunch of people banging drums and one guy playing a flamethrowing double-headed guitar. I don't know how they convinced uh, all those dogs to uh, follow him either. There you go. It's one for. That's house. It's one for Mad Max. One for White God. <laughs> We've covered our bases. Now, can we get something about winter sleep? Maybe uh, <laughs> this advert was three hours and forty-five minutes long. Hey, save the critiques for your employers. By the way, if you would like to employ me, I am available. Yeah, he is technically a film critic. I can also do other things. Well, I mean, why would you? Office administration. No, you don't want to do that. He only wants to be a critic. He won't do anything less. So I don't offer it to him. I can write a TV version of The Critic again. Or I can write the movie adaptation of The Critic. Or you could wait for someone else to and then write a critique of it. I could write a think piece about the critique of The Critic. Oh, shit. Why, we've just incepted critics. Hey, pretty good. Rest in peace, oh. Ebert. Inception Entourage. Mm-hmm. We go deeper into each one of their dreams until we discover what Killian Murphy's hiding. It's his Peaky Blinder. Hey. Good try. <laughs> well, you know what that means? B-roll. Bro? I said B-roll. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Okay. No, 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 no. So, Piven has gone on the Today Show where he uh, cursed up a storm as Ari Gold. He said shit. He's gone on... He's got a Morning Joe. Morning Joe. Yeah. Where he walked off after being Ari Gold. He's been on Good Day New York where he did, did the same bit, more or less. And they went with it for ages. Yeah, they really enjoyed it. They called Vinny Chase a bad actor, which, as we all know, he's not, because he's worked with Scorsese. Well, so has... Uh... Yeah, I can't really think of any bad actors that have worked with Asa Butterfield, oh. our new Spider-Man. That's, yeah, that's true. Fucking, uh, what's his name? H Hugo Louis in the... 
Hugo, Hugo Lewis weaving in the in the news <laughs> in the nudes. It was disgusting. He was just wiggling about. You know, he is the type of celeb that you would just they they'd find uh, his phone and it's just tons of like full on dick pics. Like he's really proud of it. Like just imagine him grinning, holding it. It's huge too. <laughs> it's hip to be thick, he says. So. That's the power of cock. Hey. Bad one. Pie level fuck express. <laughs> what? I can't think of any Huey Lewis in the new songs. Then why I basically got movies. Well, first of all, I was talking about Hugo Weaving's big dick. Oh, well, I was, I was focusing on the fact I was trying to, I spent the entire time thinking of Huey Lewis in the news jokes. Which is why I didn't hear that part. That's because fair. I was so focused on that. It's worth it for some of those great gems that I said. Gem. And the and the holograms. <laughs> <laughs> because you were not about to say gem and the holograms, were you? Nope. <laughs> I I can't have possibly saved you from something as horrible as that, right? Nope. Good, because that would have been unforgivable. I was gonna say Jews and the Holocaust. <laughs> oh God! Right? Damn you, motherfucker! Because the M was upside down. And obscuring an S. No. Wait. Other way around. And you it get might. it. You get it. Oh, so edit point. Oh, I need to apologize to the Jewish community. No, you need to apologize to humanity. All right. Sorry. The entirety. No, make sure they listen to this episode and every episode before it to understand the context and the content. God, do you know how scary it would be if my life depended on more than one person listening to this podcast? Well, I mean, we've got a couple of people. I'm one of them. I want... Listen, if you're a listener, tweet at Ethan Runt. That's E-T-H-A-N-R-U-N-T. Never heard of it. And yes, I am NT. <laughs> uh, tell them if you listen. Don't tweet at me. You don't even know my handle. No one needs to know. It's at been... the real Magic Johnson. So yeah, let us know. Oh no, B-roll. Oh. <laughs> Drama Turtle are looking at their phones, taking pictures. Sloan's rubbing her belly like she's rubbing a crystal ball. Oh, she's pregnant. Oh, we don't, we haven't mentioned that yet. Because that hasn't come up yet. Oh, yeah, we should talk about the eighth season. Well, I mean, the B-roll's happening. Yeah, well, forget the B-roll because it's a spoiler. Let's get through the eighth season. I agree, he says. He ag- we are talking about the episodes... Motherfucker, the Big Bang, second to last. Wait, the Big Bang. And the end. Wasn't didn't we just get through an episode? Last season, last half of the disc, we had out with the bang. This half of the season, we have the Big Bang for and a reason. Is Galecki on this one? I'm not going to spoil that because first we're talking about Motherfucker. All right. So. Which broadcast on the 21st of August 2011 was written by Ali Muzika, who is well known as being the person who came in and changed the show. In the latter seasons, into its voice that it finally became. I thought her name was Musaka. That's a type of food that we all love. 
Little potatoes. I never tried it. Vince has an interview with a reporter at Vanity Fair. Okay. She's attractive. And oh. English. Uh-oh. And doesn't like being unprofessional. Huh. And he falls in love with her. Right, because anyone that Vin can't have uh, is who he wants. Vin wants. Yes. This is Alice Eve playing Sophia Lear. That's right. Star Trek's Alice Eve. From Star Trek Into Darkness and that one film with Ray Liotta crossing over. Yep. This episode also stars Crossing Lines is William Fitchner. Hmm. He's still in this as Phil Yagoda. Producer of Johnny's Bananas. Johnny's Bananas? Johnny's Bananas. It's not called Johnny Bananas? It's Johnny's Bananas. You know, all this time I honestly thought it was called Johnny's Bananas. Wait, nope. I Johnny got it right. Bananas. I thought it was Johnny I Bananas. his character name is Johnny Bananas. So then I'm not. But a... he's just Johnny's Bananas because Johnny is Bananas. He's going crazy. Oh, so it's not like his possessions. No. Well, he's got the possessions of Johnny's Bananas. It's not the possession and exorcism of Johnny Bananas. <laughs> it's a cool case dealing with the aftermath of the exorcism of Johnny Bananas. Okay. Donald Sutherland is there trying to deal with the fact that there's there may be a demon going around his chimp town. Listen, the Catholic Church needs to open its eyes. Oh, right. No, the right. Anthony Hopkins, I mean. Oh. Yeah. Never saw it. Exorcism with a pillow. With a pillow? Yep. Old people, you know, they need their cushions. Oh. <coughs> Did we just plug uh, M. Night Shyamalan's uh, new... Wayward Pines. The Visit. Out soon. Right? Is he behind that? The visit? Yep, he's behind it, in front of it, and all over it. Oh, he's in it. I'd assume so. It's M. Night Shyamalan. He's everywhere. Yeah, there's like a little cameo where he has a stupid look on his face. He is writing the plot of the world. He's the most important writer in history, Lady in the Water. You know, that's a good movie, because before that, I had never thought about what could happen if someone just worked out one side of their body. I often think about that. So, Lady of the Water is as great as Birdman, but wasn't received as well. It even has a character who was a critic. Bob Balaban is an amazing critic who is destroyed by an evil pig monster because he critiques the pig monster. Oh, yeah. They didn't like, the Academy didn't like that one as much. They didn't respect Freddy Rodriguez's hard workout ethic. I mean, that's pretty... You know, I don't even think about Citizen Kane as often as I think about how... <laughs> That character only worked Look, out I mean, one side of his we've body. We've got to talk about the fact that Turtle looks really svelte. Yes, he's thin. He's thinned down. He looks good. Oh, we already went Freddy over Rodriguez, Freddy Rodriguez, he bulked up. Yeah. And he thinned down. Half of his body was crazy huge. Half of his body was turtle thin. Yeah, he was a freak. It was crazy. He did it he for his craft. one of us. One of us. Goobble gobble, goobble gobble. A freak. What? That's not what you're referencing. Is it The Simpsons? Was That was a real natural... The natural. Yeah, yeah, this is still pretty much the same show we always did. I mean, I still, there's a bit in Coneheads where Jason Alexander's hair goes crazy because he's grabbing his wig and scratching it. All right! Will, 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 you be, will you be Seinfelding that? That'll be, that'll be good for when people, uh... Like, you scratch the, you scratch the, uh, he scratches the wig and goes, as he scratches. Like, the, the wig is making it sound. Can you do that? Uh... uh... 
Crowdfund him now, please, because he's annoying me. Kickstart me. Indiegogo? No, only Kickstarter. We either make it or we don't. Patreon? Uh, I don't know what that is. Is that a, is that a robot? <laughs> I don't know what anything is these days. Is that a transformer? Hashtag? What's a hashtag? No, no B-roll. hashtag? I swear, if you keep playing B-roll, I'll walk out. What are you, Ari Gold? No. Well, okay, what's... uh? So, we're talking about Season 8, Disc 2? Motherfucker. Episodes, Big Bang Theory. Nope. Bubba was a man. That's true. And Scrope Goat. Parts 1 and 2. So, which one are we on? The Prince has just had an interview with a sexy young English That's woman. right, Alice Eve has the need for speed when she That's talks her. to it's Vince about his Prince tickets. Vince has won two local radio tickets. I want to say to the Raven, she was in that as well. A Prince concert. Whoa. What? Daughter of Trevor Eve. What's he going to do? What's, what are they going to do with this concert? Uh, I don't know. Probably the listener Prince. Nice streets. Oh, they're going to go to Hollywood Forever Cemetery? You see uh, Purple, Purple Rain live because they couldn't get into the concert. Oh, they got tricked. They just watched Third Eye Blind. Closing time. E. The network or the character? Both. Oh shit. He runs the network. Is he responsible for getting uh Chelsea lately taken off the air? Yeah, he got her the Netflix deal. Mm. Which gets E more money. That's right. Which e. means they could do the Royals. Oh, you're talking about the network. I'm talking about both the man and network. The man in network? Oh, yeah. I remember. I remember the man in network. You know what he screamed? Go on. I don't want to say it. No, no. Has a cuss in it. He screamed go on. Oh. uh, He was very excited about the Brett Gelman backed TV show. You know what? We are exactly what they were talking about in the network. We're the issue. (laughs) This shit cast is, is what he was yelling about. But you know what we're yelling about? Ellen. <laughs> wow, I never thought I'd be part of something that's in direct opposition to network. <laughs> that's what this is. <laughs> you really break it down. I'm having an ego death over here. Oh, God. We're not journalists. Oh. We're TV aficionados. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If they remade Network, we would be <laughs> the ones. We would be the ones who are. We're the issue. Rampaging. No, we're the problem. The TV executives are asking us to do more content. So I'm focus on us. mad as hell. And I'm not going to podcast anymore. Not going to podcast. No. No. going to podcast. No. <laughs> <laughs> e anyway. is propositioned by Sloan's ex-stepmother 
Hold on, I gotta do the math on that. So E equals X. Alright, makes sense, checks out. So Terence's former lover. Wife. Oh, and wife. Wife. Lover then wife. Lover then wife. That's that's my motto in life. Goes to goes to E. Never wife unless former, you love her. For, former lover. For, wait, former <coughs> wife then lover. Yes. Former sister. The f then mother. Do the math. Okay. E <laughs> equals F yep. Sloan. Mm -hmm. Carry the E, so I, I'm just left with the E again. We're always just left with the E again. Yeah. Pave paradise to prove a parking lot. Sloan's ex stepmother wants E to Wait, be her Sloan's manager. Sloan's sex stepmother <laughs> wants E <laughs> to. Why are you so mean? Oh, okay, okay, let's continue. Was a bit manager, but then tries to proposition him for sex. What, like bucket? To get back at to get back at Terence. Like sex. So that he can become a motherfucker. Title so she wants to do it so that the episode title can be fulfilled. She's very concerned that She's some meta? episodes, the other bang, you know, the second bang. Yeah. Or whatever it's called. Uh, well, out with a bang. Out with a bang. Do not have enough relevance to the actual title of the episode. Right. So she was trying to make the content work. Okay. Like one last shot, that's why Carlos blew his brains out, because it's like, well, there's not been any one shot yet. Right. So, whoops. So she's like, I don't want to do this to my daughter, but, you know, the episode comes first. Yeah, and that's how everyone sees this show. Really? I would never think that. The episode comes first. Oh, and then there's that scene where Vin starts yelling about Al-Qaeda. Anyway, so... What else happens? Uh, we see Dana Gordon walk through a Screen Gems office full of Friends with Benefits and the Smurfs posters just to confirm that she's working at Sony. Great. We thought it was Warner's for a long time. Turns out it's Sony. We? Questionable. We, because they kept talking about Warner's and how she was going to take over Warner's and now she's taking over Sony. Oh, did they make a mistake? Inconsistency. I think they made a mistake. That seems like a big mistake. We we, we see an, a, a bigger mistake. Scott Glavin, Scott Kahn, goes into his office, and it's in his office, the TV is just playing highlights of sports the entire time. Oops. Why is he not preparing for his role as Hawaii Five Zone Dano? Well, because... He's playing Dano, right? He's Dano playing the dinosaur. Dano? Yes, Paul Dano. I don't know who that is. Oh, you mean Brian Wilson? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Younger Brian Wilson. That's right. Is that how that's going to go? I'm yeah, very curious as to how that's going to go. John Cusack is middle-aged. Excuse me, who? The Raven? John, jo John Hot Tub Time Machine not appearing at number two. Edgar Allan Poe is not going to be playing Brian Wilson. And then I believe it's Benicio Del Toro as dead Brian Wilson. Hmm. If I could name any other Beach Boy, I would. Pet sound. Jonathan Kokomo. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Acceptable. They work. How many of them are dead? One. Brian Wilson might as well be dead. He's lived a hard yeah, life. Yeah, he should smile. Mm. 
The entourage. I don't know why I didn't like that one. He's obsessed with Taylor Lautner at this point. What? They're trying to get. They, they talk about Taylor Lautner coming to the office, and Taylor Lautner's friends written a script that's so good they needed everyone to sit down and read it and see if they can send it to the studio. Oh, that's like that situation where they if they mention someone's name enough times, then there's. Uh, successful and then right they they try and organize taylor lautner getting back end off of doing a cameo for a movie because you know abduction was gonna be a big hit so they knew that he was gonna be the the biggest film of all time and he was gonna become the next chris hemsworth yeah or at least remember taylor lautner from from growing up too yeah from uh yep Jim, 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 Jim. C- from Cuckoo, B- from Cuckoo series C- two, D- on BBC, right? C B T D two. Cheaper by the dozen, two. Jesus Christ! Even Eugene Levy doesn't do that, and he initializes everything because it saves money on having to put down any kind of labels. Does he do that? He's very stingy. Hey, you want to hear my Gene, my my Gene Levy impression? We're on. A, we're I love on to a di- hear your Gene Simmons Levy impression. Okay. I'm running a levy. Right? That's how Gene Simmons sounds. <laughs> oh, when you go to Vegas to watch him perform a live stage show, and you hear that with the reverb, it's electric. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> What am I doing? You're speaking in tongues. Yeah. Well, we were talking about Anthony Hopkins, the right. Robert Wright Penn. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Hollywood, baby. Drama. Who? Johnny Chase. Sure. He's willing to split his paycheck with Dice to make sure he can get back on the show. Wow, what a what a pal! And Dice needs the money because his son's going to Princeton, but he's not willing to stop working. He's not willing to start working unless he gets the money he wants. Whoa, my son's going to Princeton! Can you believe it? Oh, you know he's actually pretty smart in real life, Andrew Dice Clay. Well, he's on Entourage. He's got to be pretty smart to get on that now, show. Now, what am I hearing right now? Because this sounds like a horrible British impression of a 1950s individual. I am doing Johnny's bananas. Oh, that's pretty terrible. It's an episode of CBS's Johnny Bananas. I do see hey. why. Forget about it. Everyone thinks America sucks. Mickey Blue Eyes. <laughs> so, drama goes on strike with dice. Drama goes. So drama starts the writer strike. He starts his own actor's strike. Right. It's just him and right. Andrew Dice Clay. <laughs> yep. Hey! Ooh! Get us a dough! And, uh, Janine Garofalo. That, yeah. She she really wants to know the truth about cats and dogs, but no one's telling her. Oh, I know the truth. What, what's the truth? Uma Thurman, uh... I'm never gonna find out. I'm worried. I'm gonna live my life and never truly find out if there is any truth to this. I'm out of ideas for bits. Don't tell anyone. 
Well, I've got an idea for an animal. Turtle. What's he doing? He's hanging out. Hanging out like what? Like one ball out of his boxes? Yep, sticking it, free balling. Yeah. Well, like, like like a heartbreaker would. How is he supposed to put those pants on without falling over and then getting stuck? It's, well, that's why Vince is there. Oh, right. After yelling that's about Al-Qaeda. He can do both at the same time. That's quite easy. Yeah, multitask. We, we, we've all done it. No, not me. Not me, NSA. Yes, you. Not me. Then yes, again, I am exists. former basketball legend and current AIDS survivor, Magic Johnson. Is that what you're well known for? Is that currently what you're most well known for? Uh, are we going to do this again? Yes. Magic Johnson is known for... Magic Johnson. <laughs> Magic Jason from Jason X is known for surviving AIDS. Okay. That was why he went to space to get rid of his AIDS. Yeah, you gotta. Everyone knows. Remember the alien tagline: "In space, no one can hear your AIDS." It's because they go is, away. Is that what? Is that what? What's keeping Buzz Aldrin alive? Is he had AIDS and he got out there and suddenly he's fine again? He saw something on the moon. Do the Transformers not have AIDS? Well, <laughs> I mean, they wouldn't in general because they are robots, not biological. Okay, raids. Sorry. Robot, robo autoimmune deficiency syndrome. Yeah, they got that. They got it. Oh, God. Yeah. That is communicable. But they can't die from it, so. They just have it for fun. Guys, I'm sorry to stop everything again, but Joe Blow. The Normal Heart. You guys should watch that. It's an HBO movie about AIDS. It will open your eyes to what the Reagan administration did. They said the F word. They bleeped it. It's old Godzilla movies playing in the background. It changed the line. It was never about his brother. You think about cutting my brother out. It's always cutting my brother, out, my mother out of Wahlburgers. Hmm. His new hit reality show on A and E. He has to mention. Yeah. Did you hear that? That wasn't painful at all. That was perfect. This, it's so glorious, this stuff. I'm, I'm loving it. Like McDonald's. I'm mad as hell. We're gonna take it. Nope. Oh, the way to the episode. So that's what happens in this episode? Nothing? <laughs> Look, Ari... He's lonely. Ari there yet? He tries and to get he, Ice Cube he, a new franchise, but he fails. See? He's getting back together with Dana again because they want to get off again. And he doesn't even fuck. He does. Ari doesn't need to do that. He just needs to make deals. That's how I get my balls back. Oh, great impression. Al Pacino as Ari Gold. Let's do our Al Pacinos, too. Danny Collins. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> You're making me crazy. Great ass! Doty one! Doty one! Guan!
Juan Solo. Particular set of skills. You think he'd do a movie where he goes to Jamaica? Like, that probably would have happened in the eighties. Just. Right. The eighties. I still know what you did last that. summer. He can play Jack Black's father. Oh, they go to Jamaica in that, right? <laughs> yeah, Jack Black is the is the Rastafarian, and Al Pacino is his father. No, I don't. Too many. Hey, how are you doing? I'm thinking more of like an '80s Jamaica comedy. Oh, 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 oh! Cool Reddings too. Yeah. Come on, guys, man! Bring home the gold. Yeah, that is how he would sound. Mr. Jaja Binks. Alright, now that's racist. <laughs> He's your humble servant for you're, all of the time. You're making that connection, not anyone else. Who that's are? racist. They accent is savvy. No, no, no. Ahmed Best is racist. I need to distance myself from this. <laughs> Nick Toys wrote this bit. Nope, nope. Did not. Hey, the Big Bang. What? The Big Bang, episode six. Oh, yeah. I can't believe we're still doing this. We're it, so close to the end. It feels like we talked about nothing and everything all at once, like a Terrence Malick movie. This is Entourage. This is all and nothing. Oh, okay. We finally agree. This is another one of those turtle-written episodes. Wait, Jerry Ferrara wrote it? Jerry Ferrara and Doug Allen worked together to make this one. Who's letting that happen? Doug Allen okay. and HBO. Good. They know it's happening. That seems like a bad choice to make. Does it? Yeah, well, I mean, is Jerry Ferrara known for being a talented Well, writer? wait until you see who directs the next episode. Is it Jerry Ferrara? It's not Jerry Ferrara. Is it Kevin it's Dillon? Not it's not Kevin Dillon. Is it Adrian Grenier? It's not T.H. Preparazzo's directorial debut of Adrian Grenier. No. Who's left? E. <laughs> yep. Yep, it's just the character of E. Okay, good. Well, we've already gone over what it's like to direct in character. So we won't touch upon that one again. But Okay, so what happens in this one? Please tell me a Galecki shows up. Bobby Flay ruins everything. Does he shoot someone in a restaurant? That he, a big walks, bang he walks up to find out who's annoying Mrs. Ari. Because it's Ari Gold. Yeah. And he got, he says, Melissa, what's going on? Melissa, he says. That's her name? He doesn't say, Mrs. Ari, what's going on. Well, why would he? Because that's what everyone else calls her. Sorry, Ari. <laughs> it's sorry, Ari. I'm Mrs. Ari. But now it's Melissa. Still sounds Melissa. like Mrs. Ari. Melissa Gold. It's disrespectful to call her anything but her real name, Mrs. Ari. That's right. That's disrespectful. Not the other thing. <laughs> She's not allowed to independence. She's a married woman. She's betrothed to Jerry Piven. Hollywood royalty. Hollywood royalty, Jerry Piven. That's right. From very bad things. And Kills a hooker with a hook. That one movie. Fucks her to death. Oh, he's on the, on the bus. <laughs> to okay, hold on a second. What's, what's this movie? Are we ever going to figure it out? <laughs> I'm going to Wikipedia now. The movie where Jeremy Piven is stuck on the bus with his friends. There's a bachelor party. They go to the wrong neighborhood. And then a bunch of gang members Singles. try and kill them. There goes the neighborhood. The player, Bob Roberts, White Palace, the Grifters, Say Anything, Mon Gracie, Summer Lucas. 
Is it early or is it late, Piven? It's uh, early, Piven. E equals MC squared. He played Professor Paul Higgins. Maybe it's There Goes the Neighborhood. No, can't be. Plays Albert Lodge. It, he, they go to a boxing match in a bus that he's rented for a bachelor party, and they get sidetracked. Are you sure it's not singles? Is it sing- Why don't you click on it? Any other classic Cameron Clone movies? Uh, Is right. it together with a two? No. It's a studio album of jazz standards. What? Thank you for linking that. <laughs> Wikipedia. Go fuck me, apparently. Jeremy Piven has an album no, of jazz standards? No, he doesn't. Standards? It's a completely different thing. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot he was on the Larry uh, Sanders. Car 54, where are you? Forgot that's the no. same person. I'm trying hard here. Floundering. It's judgment night. James Legros in Floundering. No, I just Post told Ryan you what Comedy. it was. John Cusack, Ethan Hawke, see for Judgment sure. Night! He's <laughs> insane. Kim Wayans. Judgment it's Night. It's a post riot comedy. The Emilio Estevez film. Never heard of it. Don King, only in America. Dennis Leary plays the drug dealer. Phoenix. Was it Rush Hour 2? I, I just told you. Was it serendipity? We're not doing this bit. Where no. he was nominated for a Saturn Award no, 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 for no. Best Supporting no. Actor. We're not doing this. Nominated for a Saturn Award for Best Supporting Actor. Listen to me. In serendipity. He plays Ray Cochran. Cars. Judgment Night. Entourage, where he plays Ari Gold. Cuba Gooden Jr. is in it. Edge of Tomorrow. So undercover. He plays a friend who negotiated an RV to take his friends to a boxing match. The Goods, Live Hard, Sell Hard. I forgot about that film. Alright, look, we're not going to go down his whole damn discography like we just did. I'm on Ellen. I'm on Ellen. Buzz like your star command. Entourage. Judgment. Night. Nice. Award for best supporting actor, series, miniseries, or television. Nominated for. Uh, two, one, two different golden uh, globes, three different globes. He's won four. Three different golden globes. Two golden you know what? It's floundering. Three, three Emmys. It's three floundering. Emmys and a it was floundering. That's what it was. He's won awards for playing Ari Gold on national television. So, Melissa. That's right. Miss Lissler. He starts. <laughs> you motherfucker. He starts bringing down uh, what he needs to do to make sure the divorce works perfectly. Get some papers signed. Nope, nope. From a financial perspective. In order to not lose the company. Uh, get some gonna lawyers. Just, gonna, gonna destroy her. Get some... I don't know, get some lawyers. Okay, so Turtle... Who's that? Has... Turtle is, an, is a, a, a... Do you mean white friend from... I'm 
You mean white friend from Think Like a Man? Think Like a Man 2? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, I do. Okay, good. Right. Well, he's he's bringing the Don Pepe, Pepe people to L.A. He's just flying them in? He, flews, he flies them in. Wow, he has that kind of money? He has that. He has more than that kind of money. Doing what exactly? That's from uh, Vince's Avion. allowance. The Avion. Oh, that's right. He sold shares. his shares. Yeah. And also, he's uh, put it. He's put together without without us seeing it. He's got money and investments from a bunch of people into this business already. Well, that's good because why should we see yep. any of that? But uh, he brings them in, and they want to see famous people. They want to go to a Lakers game. Mm. And it's Judgment Night, by the way. That's the film. Judgment Night. Okay. I'll never watch it. Alright. It's not Smoking Aces. And they demand him to get a limo instead of him driving them around. I mean, a limousine? That's the opening credits. A, a luxury limousine, like the ones he used to own. Okay. They're just using him for his money. They have no interest in what he's doing. And he's got business plans, he's got blueprints, he's got everything set up because he's a college-educated man. That's right. He's learned shit, man. He's, he's, he's got education. I was about to say something Adult racist education. towards Italians, and I and then I remembered I'm not Italian. Go on, you've got best friends. You, hey, some of your friends are Italian. I don't know that <laughs> that counts. Some of my friends is Italian. You know a black person, are you going to say the N-word? No, I did say it. There you go. But then you admit that you would say it. I just did. I didn't say edit point. Are you telling no. me you're, you're edit pointing reality here? Because I didn't hear it. I said, I said it twice the end. All right, ready? Say it right now. Three, two, two one. one. No. Oh. <laughs> Keep so- Good bit. No, oh, but did you know Piven is a Jewish Buddhist? Oh, self-described. <laughs> That's right. He is a Judas. <laughs> oh, jeez. He probably won't enjoy my Holocaust joke if you want. He to probably wouldn't enjoy your Holocaust either. So. Oh no, I would never. Never put him in there because well, it'd be too. You know, there are everybody. a lot of Jewish Buddhists. Because why not? Mandy Patinkin. <laughs> It's a Jewish Buddhist. Boy. So there you go. Allen Ginsberg. Wow. Natalie Goldberg. From the Goldbergs? Kate Hudson. From the Goldbergs? Leonard Cohen. Go on. I got nothing from him. Oh, okay. Goldie Hawn. Come on. From the, from, from the Goldie Hornbergs. Come on. So, jokes, jokes, jokes. Points. Drama. From the Goldbergs. Drama is called out by Phil Yagoda, the producer of Johnny's Bananas, saying he's going to bury his career if he doesn't do the show. That's a threat. He threats him. He threatens him. Says, you know what? You're not going to get in the dog movie anymore. You're never going to dig out miners. That's still a thing. I'm going to get someone who looks exactly like you and cast him in it instead. But drama doesn't give in. To intimidate. And Dice gets the call. He's getting all of his demands met. The show's going to go on. Nice. Everything works out, Vince. Oh, 
Who says that? But I assume. Dice says victory. Hey, victory! Victory! Oh! E has lunch. Hey, does he say, uh, he say victory, victory, da? <laughs> no, but earlier, a couple episodes ago, Scott Kahn does that. And then he gets his head punched in. Yes, by the cast of many who are at Madison Square Gardens as he sold it out doing routines. He starts off with some clay, he moves on to some Leary, and then he gets into Chris Rock, and everything just goes to shit after that point. Because he just goes to Leslie Jones, and it's just not acceptable. Well. He says some of my best friends are black, and then he brings out Lewis Black, who is then burnt alive. I would like to Wicker Man Lewis Black. I think it would be fun to hear him scream. <laughs> yeah, but you'd be reading the autocue to know when to scream at any point. True. Burn! Is what would happen to him. Burn, burn, burn. <sighs> e has lunch with E. Yes, step mother of slow. Okay, so hold on. Um, e equals X. <sighs> Sorry, I was never good at maths. Hmm. But then Johnny Galecki comes in. <gasps> the star of stage. And screen. Maybe screen. So that and means too. that he doesn't have to do it with Sloane's mom because they don't need to fulfill the Big Bang because Galecki's there. He is the Big Bang. He is the episode title. Oh, what a saint. <laughs> and he creeps out about how hot he finds Sloane because he's Seth Green now. What? Galecki is the new Seth Green. That's my favorite Netflix show. <laughs> Low hanging fruit right there. Oh. Hulu. So that's it, Galecki finger bangs. <laughs> oh, he's like, hey, you're hanging out with her, are you? Yeah, I don't like Johnny Galecki in anything but nerd makeup. Yeah, he looks weird when he's trying to be a bro. Yeah, or like when he's in car commercials. I've never seen a commercial. I have seen short films starring Harvey Gold. So you think. You've been Don Draper. Look, the primary story here is Vince reads the article that Sophia writes. Sophia Vergara? <laughs> Sophia Vergara Lear. And he doesn't I, like it. Hey, because I, Sophia I hasn't written thing. about his charm. Vince's charm is not mentioned at all. Why is she being such a bitch? Vince, so she, so so he stalks her. I'm gonna go on Facebook. So they're in person stalks. Oh, uh, all right. So to I chase her down. Now I know where she's gonna go. I'm gonna chase her. It is my name. Vincey Woodpecker. He hops in the Vince mobile, the Pecker mobile. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. And he drives over to wherever she is. <laughs> Which is Los Angeles. Right. He drives all around Los Angeles. Singing the song. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I see that all yeah. the way there. Jane's addiction. You know, I saw a post. <laughs> this is my stand-up bit, by the way. You know, the other day I saw a post. I was walking down the street. It, uh, it said, uh, 
uh, acts included in the Entourage movie soundtrack. And Jane's Addiction was on there, and I thought, uh, duh. Hey, hey, look, they don't play the song in their concerts. Why would Entourage play their song in the movie? Well, it is the theme song. Yeah, but you never know. They might have changed it up for the movie. We don't know. Obviously, Doug did tweet a couple of weeks ago saying there's a special version in the movie of the opening sequence that's going to be even better. Yeah, than the Zimmer version. Well, there's something special. So I'm guessing it's going to be pretty erotic. Oh, you think it's going to be like uh, Morricone 70s uh, porn type of thing? I, th- I think it's going to be the opening of Cinema Paradiso. Just a long look nice. out into the shore. But with Jane's addiction, oh yeah, is in the background. <laughs> All right. <laughs> by the way, music from and inspired by the HBO original series. Four ninety nine pounds in terms of CD buying the Entourage soundtrack. Oh, you're, t- you're talking about the crazy London money. Well, I mean proper proper prices, UK prices, sure. Crazy insane shit. In the membrane. Oh, all right. Second to last is our penultimate episode. Oh, well, that one makes sense. It already fulfilled. It aired itself. on the 4th of September, mm-hmm. 2011. In this one, we discover what Vince's minor script is called. Because you can see it on the script papers, but it's never mentioned. What's it called? 12 Deep. It could be called Twelve Guy, Twelve Men Deep, but it much it seems look it's Twelve Deep. All right. Do you want to pitch in on this one? This is the Kevin Connolly directed episode. Oh, I was right. No, you said he directed. He's a character. Why would they let Kevin him? Kevin Connolly's do it? not a character because the penultimate is always important. This is their Ozymandias. I don't get the reference, nor shall I shut it. Alright. This is the one where so, drama gets shot in the head by the Nazi drug dealer? Shot in the head! And you're too late, drama. You give Entourage a bad ending. Wow. If you want to hear more classic comedy bits of music, come to my improv show, July 1st. No one's going to come to your improv show, I'm sorry. Now I put it on a podcast about Entourage, everyone's coming. Where is it? South End? London. Where is it? The, the West City End? of London. Yes, I'm going to the West oh, End. Oh, let me keep going. Where is it? The East End? Hey, the East End! Hey, where is it? Hold on. Where, wait, hold on. Where is yeah, it? The yeah. North End? <laughs> where is it? Where is it? The Theatre District? You already said the West End. That is the theology. <laughs> Whatever. Where is it? Across from Buckingham Palace? That is the West End. So where is that loop place? That, that one fountain? Wait. Wait, where Looper was shot. That's right. And of course, I'm thinking of Rome. And I'm thinking of that one scene from uh, National Lampoon. <laughs> where Jason Gordon Levitt is shot. That's right. Oh, poor Dana. Trafalgar Square, where's that? West End. Alright, so I covered my bases. You covered the West End. Alright, well, let's do the North End now. Okay. Alright. This is where Jack the Ripper lives. It's East End. That's Whitechapel, right? East End, yep. 
Do they sing going to Whitechapel and I'm gonna get murdered? Go right? Does anyone ever sing that? That is the famous song everyone Jack the Ripper was heard to be singing every time he slaughtered someone. Yeah. It's, well, why would you arrest that guy? Because it's a common song at that point as well. Right. Because it's everyone's singing it because they're scared. Where's Abbey Road? West, uh, it's like north west. So it's possible that that song, that that album that they recorded there. I'm a big Beatles fan. Uh, it's possible that Jack the Ripper was killing people while the Beatles were in the studio tinkering on the toys. Right. Let's get back to Orange Rush. Oh, is that what we're here for? Not, not a not, JT. Not London geography. What <laughs> you want to do? Our Rippercast. Oh, Ripcast. Hey, we do right? a Reapercast and a Rippercast. So this week we're talking about River Street season three and Elaine Bougeard's murder. Now she was this a twenty-three-year-old prostitute. This got too real. I'm sorry, I can't. She has three children and was currently living with five other women in a small hut south of the Thames. So is that the East End? It was the southeast. So I'm half right. Peckham. Pecker? Peckham. Where is that? Taking a Peckham one, two, three? <laughs> That's the southeast of London. It's where Only Fools and Horses was set. One of Britain's biggest Not sitcoms. Where's faulty ta- Where are the faulty towers located? <laughs> in Torquay. Where the fuck is that? Way out west. That's the west. Southwest that's of the west end. <laughs> the country. What choices? It's away from London. Okay, so uh, towards like, the west like, end. Yeah, of the like country. Entourage. Away from London. Oh, are we getting back to Entourage? No Entourage episode has ever happened in London yet. That's uh, true. Well, they do take a plane. Paris. We'll get to that. Oh yeah, that's right. I've been promising that's something since the beginning of all this that I have to deliver. And I've been, I've been making sure you remember what date episode aired because of that reason. Yes, okay. Vince is making a movie of his old girlfriends giving testimonials as to how good a human being he is. Oh, thank God. I really thought you were going to say filming videos of his girlfriend giving testes. <laughs> just, just showing balls in there. Or just like rubbing his balls with some cream. Now I'm not going to be able to think about anything else for a week. Okay, good. Stay dirty. He's jealous of Sloane. Is this going to end like Seinfeld? Well, when no one believes they're good people, to... everyone says they're horrible. <laughs> oh, not when George has actually worn Jerry's face for the entire time and stalls everybody else and does the stand-up material with his face on. Yeah, it's a shame it took my fa- that long. My favourite of my fan scripts... It was one of the better written things. That's all thanks to Larry <laughs> David. Who did that in real life to Jerry Seinfeld. That's why they say he's the brains behind Seinfeld. Because his brain was literally behind the face mask that he was wearing. It was in a jam jar. Excuse me? Gem? In the holograms? A jam jar. Oh, gem and the holograms. Okay. We're sponsored by them now. Justin uh, and the Holocaust. Now, so Vince is writing this dogs movie where where the where it's like snow dogs but with miners and no Cuba. Yep. That's exactly right. And so he's. Uh, but but drama's being dropped from the miner movie oh, because of the strike. Right. 
for the writer's strike. Because Phil Yagoda's angry at him. But Vince offers $100,000 to his guide dog charity and suddenly drama's back onto the movie with Billy Walsh directing. Clever girl. That's an expensive movie of the week. M.O.W. Mau. Maui. That's for Scott Connors. Ari. Ari is sorry. He's feeling bad. About his he doesn't, wife? He kind of, he still wants to have his wife. That's right. And Turtle. He wants to have his wife in here too. <laughs> Turtle takes the guys from that place to a location in which someone from a reality show wants at. And they love the place, but it's too expensive. So he needs more money from the investors who are all famous sports people that I don't know. So I've written down. All right, throw them out there. I'll uh, tell you if I know who they are. No, I've literally written down like sports guy, sports oh. guy, sports guy, sports guy. Mm. Mark Cuban's there again. Who's that? From Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. I'm still waiting on the sharks to approve my ideas. Right. Well, what's your idea? Let's go through that while I find the uh, names of these people. All right. Uh, I got an idea for an app. Like you can check your email on it. That sounds interesting. What would I do with the emails after I've checked them? You delete them. Okay, but can I respond to anything? No. Why would you want to be able to respond to your emails? I'd like to know things. Uh, Melinda Clark. M- what? Alex Rodriguez. Melinda Clark. Amare Studermo. Alex Rodriguez is a skateboarder. Mark Texaria. I don't know who all these people are. Michael Strahan. That's a that's a football guy who's also an actor from the hit sitcom where his brother's in a wheelchair. I I know Michael Strahan because he was in Good Night and Good Luck. He played Don Moa. Hmm. Not good with straight hand jokes. Okay. Yeah, I mean I got it. Yeah, but you're not good with it. No, no, not me. You. <laughs> well, those are the names of the actors. All right. Well, I'm glad you people. looked that up. Yep, didn't know them. Anyway, no one to these look, kids. no one's giving Turtle more money for the business. Yeah, they get the fuck out of here. They do. They say fuck off. Scrooge. But, and they were kind of like, well, why don't you, you've got Avion stock. That just went public. You've got millions now. Why don't you use that? And he goes, well, I just sold my shares. But, who didn't sell his shares properly? Turdy. Vince bought all of Turtle's shares instead of selling his own. Oh. Ken bought them instead. And now he's giving them back to Turtle because he's a nice guy. Smart so now they're guy. now Turtle's got like millions. He's got like millions. He's a millionaire. He's Turtle. A turtle's a millionaire. Tur- Salvatore Turtle is a fucking millionaire. So Vin could have been a millionaire. Vin is a millionaire. Well, yeah, he has his shares, right? He's got double millions. He's got much more millions. From what? Because he invested a lot of money into it. Into so Avion Waters? a lot Waters? of money. Into Avion. Tequila. Oh, okay. So, tequila water. So Vin like now water. never has to act again. He never needs to act ever more. That's the dream. He just achieved what he was trying to do for the whole series. Turtle and Drama and Vince are having their dreams. E! True Hollywood story. He's having a tougher time. Right, because he didn't because buy any shares. He goes to see Sloan. Why? Why are you being? Why are you not hanging out with me? I love you. Oh, thank you. Love you too. Whilst Vince is like, "Hey, I love you, Sophia," and she goes, "Yeah, let's go have a drink." 
she relents. And then, then Sloane goes, E, dude, I've got a little baby E inside me. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's the end? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So no one dies in the penultimate episode? Not in the penis episode, no. All right. Well, maybe the last episode will have some deaths. The last episode, the end. Oh, also appropriate to the title. Broadcast on the 11th of wait September. Wait a second, but now there's a, Wait, wait, what? Broadcast on the 11th of September 2011. The end. The. They showed that on September 11th? The, a decade after. This is. This is the second time. Okay, now hold on. No, no, we'll get to it. Because something just hit me like a ton of bricks. Okay, fuck I'm it. Yeah, I'll go for, for a bit. No, no, we we should go through the episode. I I, I feel sick. Let's, let's... Vin, Vince returns from like a twenty-four hour date, and he's going to marry Sophia. Huh. Drama's chilling out. He's comfortable. Turtle's chilling out. He's a millionaire. Ari quits his job, makes a grand gesture to Mrs. Ari. They go to they go plan to go for, for to Italy for a year. Him, his son, his wife, his daughter's going to college. And then he gets called up by the head of the chairman and CEO of the movie studio to want my job instead. You can have everything you want. Everything. I just... Something is not e, sitting right with me. He, he deals with Sloan's pregnancy. Terence is very angry at him. Vince tries to get Sloan together with E. e they get together, they go to New York. They fly to New York... Okay, as pause. E, as, as, as drama at Turtle, Vince, Ari, Mrs. Ari, and Jonah, Ari, Jonah Gold fly to Italy and Paris. Pause, 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 pause. Time out. E and Sloan are flying on the 11th. This September, is my issue here. They are flying. This is, hold on. They just made all this money out of nowhere, seemingly. Right? Yeah. They were paid off an extensive bunch of millions. At the same time, they're flying planes... To New York. To New York. Now, we the, never see the big apple. where these planes go. We see them take off. I remember the we, end. We see them start to take off. They leave the runway. They start flying in the air. Then we cut. So, from then until now, we don't know what happened on those planes. We have no idea what's happening in the approximately 60 to 70 days afterwards. We have no idea whether or not they went into the Bermuda Triangle, right, when there could easily have been a Donnie Darko moment where there yeah. is a porthole, a wormhole in the sky which takes them back, or some part of them, back into time. Okay, now follow what I'm saying here. I have documents from head CEO execs during 2000 to 2001. Okay? Right. We all know where the HBO headquarters are located. Home box office, yes. New York City. Sure. Now, I have... Eyewitness accounts and full testimonies and statements of the head brass at HBO standing in their offices, staring out at the New York skyline and saying, yuck, what are those two buildings obscuring our view of the perfect sky? Okay? Well, I mean, those buildings, I assume, are the Chrysler building and the Empire State building because there are no other big buildings. No, you're wrong. What? What other buildings in New York? Hmm. Well, there's only the four. Chrysler, Big Ben, 
and the Twin the Towers. Ground Zero. The Twin tributes. Towers. And okay. Rockefeller Plaza. No, that's, that's not real. That was a set for the show. Now, it's entirely possible, and I only say this because there was that Deadwood episode, Death to America. One of my favorite episodes of all time. It's entirely possible that Al-Qaeda was invented by HBO using time travel as a means to knock down the Twin Towers. Now, none of this tracks is what you're thinking. Wrong. It does. I don't, I don't see it. All right, let's break it down. Okay. They get on a plane at the end of Entourage. Mm-hmm. Planes take off. Boom. Cut to black. Soprano style. Yep. Yes, that's, that's so far tracking. How do you know that the plane didn't go to the Bermuda Triangle, a commonly known spot that people use to time travel, get spat out back in 2001, land on top of the HBO office in New York City, both planes, the fictional characters who are now real because they've used the Bermuda Triangle to actualize themselves sure. go down into the HBO offices. They are uh, treated as gods by their creators. Of yeah. Who also didn't even know them yet because it was still 2001. So now here's how the show comes to be, right? These visitors from another world inspire all the people working at HBO Boom. Right. You've got Entourage in a couple of years' time. Now, are the people on the... Pl- are they also the creators of the show, or are they just the actors who appear in the show? On the planes? Yes. Well, the planes... We know that Doug Ellen did not sneak in on set to one of the planes. Just like, hey, this is a prank. It's the final well, shot. No. Doug the Ellen peeped this news, scat man. Oh, boy. Doug oh, Ellen peeps. was a newsboy. Like a newsie. He was dancing around the HBO offices for change at the time. Okay. He sees these gods. He's thinking, wow, I gotta get out of I gotta get out of being a newsie. I gotta become a TV guy. You know what they say? You snoozy, you losey doozy. And that's what Jerry Ferrara said to him. Well, actually it was Turtle. Now, the crazy thing is all these characters that are now real, their actor counterparts are also real. Hmm. So, you know, who knows what Adrian Grenier is doing on a September 11th? Who knows what Jerry Ferrara is doing? They don't stop existing, no. Although they do because they've gone back and around again. No, no, no. Well, back to the middle and around again. Um... No, yeah, back again. the characters are the characters. You understand? But now they're real. Wait, they're coming to the, the theoretical art They used the Bermuda Triangle to transcend fiction and step into reality. Is what I'm saying. I'm struggling here. Look, they went... So is ac- they're actors playing characters who are in planes flying. But when they get there, they're characters. They're still corrects because they were in the world of the show when they got on the planes. So what happened to the actors who were there? They stopped existing in in their time. But in 2001, they're still not even on the show. Yeah, that's true. Some of them aren't even famous. 
Yeah, they're just dudes. Right, and some of them are newsies. Well, Doug Allen is. Just Doug Allen. Yeah, but he's the only newsie. Anyway, well, I won't mess with that. They get back on the planes after talking to these HBO execs. They say, "Listen, here's what you do: if you promise to memorialize us in a hit HBO series, we will clear the skyline for you. We will take those ugly buildings down, and you'll have a a great view of the." Of the sky. <laughs> That's right. And so, a deal was made. And they also said you have to make Deadwood. So that's where that episode came from. And so, these fictional characters knew what they had to do. They knew they couldn't go back to their world and that they didn't want to exist, you know, as themselves in the real world. And that they couldn't. They couldn't occupy the same world as... The, the real versions of themselves. They knew they were fake. So what do they do? They fly into the Twin Towers. They close the loophole. Boom. They close the loop. And in return, they get to keep on living through the TV show Entourage. Now that takes us up to the filming of this and the broadcasts of it live in 2011. Of right. the final events. What doesn't make sense, however, is did they prepare by getting clones for the movie? I knew you were going to ask that. It's common Illuminati practice. Oh, did I mention the Illuminati's involved? You I didn't think now. I had to. I'm not yeah. sure if we're allowed to mention that. Anyway. Well, who's going to come for me? So. Steve Gutenberg. Oh, God. From an Illuminati. So, anyway, I guess I was just kidding about all that. Well, we knew that. We knew you, you, you jest and everything. Yeah, it was just a... Except your hatred for certain cultures in America. No, not The tweets. What? You, you, you dislike the tweets. Oh, yeah, sure. Anyway, the rest of that was a bad joke. Please don't look into it. My name is Aid Survivor Magic Johnson. Peace and love, peace and love. Thank you, Ringo Johnson. So that's Entourage, the, the TV version. Right. I'm just, it's fiction, what I just said. TV. It's all TV. But actually, no. It's not just TV. It's HBO. Thank you. You know what? Recording this on Bob Saget's birthday now. Happy birthday to former Entourage guest. And future Entourage movie star. Oh, he's in it? He, of course he's in it. He's their neighbor from back in the day. But... I'm going to figure out how they made this movie when they're dead. Well, Junket's coming up. We can ask them. I can't, but you can. So, 9-11 happened, and then this movie still happens. What happened? Something's not tracking here. But you know what is tracking? What? The closing credits of this podcast for now. Oh, we're done? Because, guys, we've reached the end of our journey. We're just weeks away from... Entourage, the movie version. Colin, the movie. Entourage. Wow. We've had some laughs. 
We've had a couple of laughs. We've had a lot of tears. Especially this last episode. It was just laughs. Pure Kelsey Grammer's horrible family life. Alright, well that levels of laughter. That was not fun. I've closed the spreadsheet that had all the details of Entourage in because there's no more details that we don't already know that I can list down. We've I guess. given you everything. Factually accurate everything. Yeah, we've really put our heart and souls into this. There's so much material out there now. You can uh, get started on Entourage and get ready for the film that's only weeks away. If you just binge, go back and binge every episode now, you'll still have time before the movie comes out to even go to the premiere, the Adrian premiere, and meet them all. And I hope you do. I know I will. Feels like our little babies are growing up. Our little turtles are snapping at our heels and telling us they're ready to go. They're ready to... They're running They're ready towards for prime the ocean. time viewing. That's right. Like, I'm, I'm very happy, but I'm also quite emotional at this period of time. <sighs> well, I guess there's only one thing left to do, and that's say a bunch of really offensive racist stuff, and then I'll say one last edit point. Guys! Kookamonga Ringarugu! No, that doesn't count. I think you're all a bunch of... I'm going to have to edit your side of the audio out. I'm not going to... Oh! Oh! You know, edit actually, point. That was... Disgusting. You know, he'll bleep him out. He always does, I'm right? Gonna all, yeah, I'm muting all that... F all of it out. Well, you're going to send that to me, aren't you? Oh, I'm going to have to listen to that again. Yeah, it's freedom oh, of speech. I accept censorship. So do I. Goodbye. Join us when we come back to talk about other entourage things to fill the void of entourage. We'll talk about ballers coming to HBO. Nope, not. There will be no ball. Every cast. episode of ballers, we are the ballcast. Nope. Peter Berg, I met him. If you want to do a bunhead podcast, you call me. But hey, we could be the bunhead boys. I think someone else has already done that. Get but Jessica Sinclair and Jason Manzuka's in here, and we've got a cast. Well, great way to end our show with a reference that not anyone I'm else. Demi, Vine superstar. Oh, I see what you're doing there. I'm not going to take a shot at another podcast. Thanks, Kevin. No, I I refuse. I've never listened. But I'm sure it's very pleasant. Uh, I did I enjoy. Hotel Rwanda is really good. It's the funniest comedy of the year. Let's end it on that. Nope, not on that. <laughs> God damn it. Well, you know what else is good? What? B roll. You can end on B roll. Ronda Rousey. Oh, alright, yeah. She's, good way to end it. Oh, he's out of a helicopter, guys. He's stepping out of a helicopter because he's... Oh, angry. you want to just keep doing B-roll? Just... He's got a DVD of Hyde. All right, this episode's over, folks. Thank you for listening to this shit show. If you've listened to every episode of this, you deserve, like, a, a Boy Scout badge. But or a Girl Scout badge. Oh, they're no boys. They're all boys. Even the women are boys. Sexism be gone. Oh, you can't close the helicopter door properly. 
how do we sign off? There's girls dancing in underwear looking really awkward. All right. That's the essence of the show. Thank you for listening. Good we'll night. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. Bye, bye. All right, we're, we're done. This is not necessary. It's over. You're probably going to cut it long before this, so. Bye, bye. Oh, you're still going to do it, right? Welcome to Ballers. We're nope, pulling nope, out right nope. now with nope. the greatest show of all time. I'm going to the hit Rock. Dwayne Johnson stop himself, Bob Corddry. He will be doing this there. as a one-sided they're cast. On the Here we go. I'm hitting they're, stop. They're big fans of sports. They're agents. Hitting stop. It's the greatest HBO show. No. Plug talk. No, we're done. Patrick nope. Stewart, nope. Jonathan Ames. Nope, 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 nope. We are done. How about the affair, eh? Did you see that? <laughs> Bye, everybody.